Okay, welcome to Dinner Party Giro episode two. This podcast is all about the type of things that we would say in a dinner party um, if we ever got invited to any dinner parties. Sometimes it might be a little bit about dinner party, a bit, bit meta. Um, so Barry, what is on the menu of our topics today? So on our menu today, um, the starter is going to be a couple of points from both of us. I want to talk about the, the say hi from me. And Adam is going to talk about... Um, <laughs> I actually can't read your handwriting there. What, what is that? Shared public table. table. Okay. Um, and I'm looking forward to that one because I don't actually know what that is. We have just had a little planning meeting about what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And I've still got no idea what that one is. A couple of other points um, from our shared Google Doc that we uh, we both contribute to. Um, I'm going to talk about um, my alleged love for uh, flat fizzy drinks and um, Adam's going to be talking about a phone stripper <laughs> phone swiping swiper oh, gotcha. okay. alright anyway then after that we'll dip into the mailbag we've had some people who have uh, made some suggestions and then uh, we don't have any special guests on this podcast but then we would normally have our uh, dessert which would be the special guest right so first of all Barry say hi for me explain so this is basically when you're going somewhere and you're going to see some people um, and other people who aren't invited to the same party ask you to say hi from them. Or when you're seeing someone and you're not seeing someone that they want to see, you ask them to say hi from me. Now, Adam, I know that you're a particular, you have a particular grudge against being asked to say hi and uh, you have a, a general rule on that. Absolutely. It happens with both my mother and my mother-in-law. They both say that, oh, say hi for me. You know, and this could be a subject at a dinner party, whether people like it or do it. And to be honest, it's just annoying because if I say hi from one to the other and then they go, oh, lovely, say hi back. And then you do that. And then the next person goes, oh, how are they? And then before you know it, after a year, they've only engaged with like six points. They, They could just phone each other like... Um, both sets of people know each other. It's not like the medieval times. I don't have to be a messenger. I, I'm, and if I forget to say hi, then apparently I'm the bad person. So don't sort of burden me with the by putting it on me. That's my beef. Okay, fair enough. Now, I have to admit, I never really thought about it uh, with such strong views um, until I got married, really. And then it became, it became an in-law thing. Not necessarily um, so much with my in-laws asking me to say hi, but it was more my parents asking to say hi from them to my in-laws and every single time without fail I'd say yeah of course knowing that I wouldn't I just I, I never said it to like when my mum says say hi to your mother-in-law for me I go yeah, yeah of course and then I, I never would no I, and I'd know as soon as as soon as I said yeah of course I will I'd know you know I'd be thinking I'm not going to say hi but then doesn't your isn't your mum then upset because you would see your mother-in-law and your mother would know that. And then when you'd next see your mother, she'd be like, well, what did your mother-in-law say? Did she not say hi back? And then do you not then have to admit, oh, I didn't send the message on. So you're lying to your mum. I just say to my mum, I just say to my mum, I'm not going to do it. Then I look like a bit of a dickhead, but you are actually lying. Well, yeah, I, I suppose it's, yeah, it's just to avoid a bit of friction because I think secretly everybody knows that no one's going to say hi to anyone else on <laughs> someone else's behalf. Because and the reason why I say that is because I have done this so many times in the past when other people have been going somewhere or other people have said, oh, I can't really talk right now, I'm just seeing whoever. 
and I say, oh yeah, yeah, same high for me. So I, I'm, I do it myself. I know that I do it, and I do it out of, I suppose, um, out of acknowledgement for the other party. Like I don't want the other party to think I'm not thinking about them. However, when someone asks me, say hi from me, I just think, no, nah, I'm not going to. So it's just one of society's little like polite quips that we say to each other, and it doesn't really mean anything. If you, it could it be that it's rude to not say to somebody, say hi from me. So let's say, for example, you know, I was I was talking to my mother-in-law and I brought up the subject of my mum. She might go, oh, say hi from me. She might think she's being rude if she doesn't say it. Exactly. I think it's one of those things, and I think actually. It's, is it a bit more weird if somebody says, so, did you say hi from me? Actually, well, I do get that. I do get that from my mother-in-law. She'll be like, well, did your did your mum get, um, and I told her she's feeling better, and what did she say? And it, and then, yeah, she, they, they, do, they do the follow-up. Now, it might be that your mum and your mother-in-law doesn't do the follow-up, but my mother-in-law does the follow-up. Yeah, see, from my experience, nobody ever does the follow-up. So we've got three things going on here. We've got the say hi from me, We've got the, uh, I'm not going to say hi from you. Yeah. And then we've got the, did you say hi from me? <laughs> yeah. It's become, yeah. So I don't like it, but you just seem to not mind it. But you don't do it. You just say you're going to do it. So I don't know who the worst person is here. The sayer, the sayer, the person asking is the arsehole, in my opinion. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're putting this unnecessary burden on you. This, yeah. this weird, just unnecessary expectation that, that you then feel the guilt the, the burden of carrying this high from one person to the other um, whereas I kind of I don't like to let I don't like to let the person asking down when my mum says say hi to your mother-in-law for me I don't like to let her down and go no I'm not going to but you don't do it but you don't do it but then my mother-in-law doesn't know that my mum has asked me to say <laughs> hi unless the two of them get together and start checking how many highs have been passed, mm. which it sounds like your parents and your in-laws might do that. It's Yeah, it's possible. But there you go. So you've got quite a lot of opportunity whether should people say hi, should they pass it on, or should they just do it, Barry, and just shut the doors and just be like, eh, we're all just, we're all just talking bollocks. We're just being polite for polite's sake. So, yeah, uh, in, in conclusion, my, my view is either we just all be polite or just say hi yourself. Yeah, I agree. Just say hi yourself. So m the next point on the menu, um, my point was shared public tables. So how do people, how do you feel? Or how do people, you know, you could ask at a dinner party. So when you go to a dinner party, obviously, you may not know people, you have to talk to them. But what happens if you go to a restaurant like Wagamama used to do, where basically you're at a table with randoms? How much are you supposed to s talk to the person next to you? Are you supposed to do the hi? Can you pass the salt? Or what you have in? Because it is really hard to ignore them. You might be on a date, there might be, or there might be four of you. But to my right, there might be a whole bunch of people having a great time. But we are still sharing that table. Sh also, if you're gonna go to somewhere like Wagamama, like a shared place like that, should the rest of your guests be told in advance? Like, Hang on, we might be sitting with randoms. We might have to talk to randoms. And if so, should people decide in advance just how much they're gonna have to talk to the random out of politeness? Okay, so I, I think this is this could either be um, a much broader topic about do you bridge the awkwardness of being close to someone you don't like, physically close to someone you don't know, i.e. sat next to them at a table or in a lift or on a train that stopped in a tunnel mm -hmm. and then, you know, there's some sort of odd camaraderie that, that pops up and people start talking to each other. Um, or is this just about being seated next to somebody at a dinner party that you don't know? 
Well, I think if you're sat next to someone at a dinner party you don't know, it can be awkward or like at a wedding. But I do think it's a bit different than being on the train next because we're all like on the underground and that happens to us a lot. But for me, having dinner at say like a Wagamum's where it's shared and you share a table, it it is almost a bit weird because normally you don't sit with randoms and now you are. You know, we know that on the train you're going to sit next to someone you don't know. We know that possibly at a dinner party you're going to have to talk. But do you talk to the stranger at Wagamum is what I'm saying. So, okay. So... in my opinion, um, I wouldn't seek out conversation with a stranger. Um, I think if I was, if I had gone out for dinner with somebody, then that's who I'm having dinner with. That's who I want to talk to. So if somebody else wants to sit down very close to me and start talking to me, I don't think I would, I think I would be polite, uh, but I would try and end that conversation as quickly as possible and get back to my chosen dining companions. See, I, as much as I'm an antisocial person, I quite like to talk to the these new people. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? We're all on this dinner table together. A bit like I would at, a, say, a wedding where I don't know people. Nine times out of ten, they'll squirm and be like, what? We're not supposed to talk to you. And I'm like, it's a shared table. I, I am that other guy. Yeah. I'm the guy that you're talking to. <laughs> so I, I actually go out of my way to try and talk to people if we're forced together on a dining table. Um, and I don't know if that's because the people I'm dining with my so-called friends are boring that I want to meet new people but I don't know if that's considered rude to the people I'm with or if I've overstretched the, the mark with the new people but they're pr- most of the time I think I do about a minute's interaction and then I would always do a goodbye at the end wow um, I would shut that down <laughs> if you sat next to me if a stranger sat next to me in a restaurant and started talking. I don't think I would be rude at first, um, but I would quite quickly just divert to one-word answers, and as quickly as I could, just say, enjoy the rest of your meal. I'm going to carry on with mine. Would you then be scared of going back to restaurants that do share tabling then? No, I wouldn't be scared. I think those restaurants should be scared of seating me. <laughs> would you go to those restaurants? Would you, If we said, hey, we're going to Wagamama, and it's a shared thing, would you be like, no, nah, I want to go somewhere else? Or would you just not be bothered either way? No, I don't think I'd be that bothered either way. Um, it, it wouldn't really bother me to know that it's a possibility, but I think if it did happen, yeah, I'd would just, i be polite, but I'd, I'd try and nip it in the bud. Okay, fair enough. Right, next next thing on the menu, uh, flat fizzy drinks, Barry. What's all that about? Well, Adam, you tell me what this is. <laughs> so this is this is possibly sort of your grudge with me, my grudge with you. Um, that at once years ago, years when I was still living at my parents' house, I was I was a, a young lad, um, <laughs> and we had. Uh, it wasn't even. I don't think you were even invited for a, like a formal. You know, not that you weren't invited around, but you were. You, you know, you were just you just popped in. And there was something in the fridge, like a bottle of Coke or something, that had previously been opened. And once, once, my mum served you a glass of flat Coke or flat fizzy pop or something. Um, you've never let me live it down. <laughs> so, as a as a topic uh, for this podcast, I thought, you know, what what are the rules about? If you've got something open in the fridge, if you've got something and you know that people are coming around, or, or just people do come around, um, or you've invited them around, whatever the, the whatever the, the the situation, the etiquette around serving something that is not specifically opened for that guest. 
That's interesting you mentioned that because I specifically bought Diet Coke for you today and then opened the bottle and let all the gas go out so you could have some flat fizzy pop to make you feel at home. But um, <laughs> I, I, have to, I think you've got three sections here. You've got the pop round, which nobody really does anymore. But if someone pops around and you say, hey, do you want a drink or you want some chip? Whatever. If it's been opened, that's fine. If you've been asked around to just chill, I think you've got 50-50. But I think if people have come around for a dinner party, I don't think you should be... Well, I don't really know about wine. Apparently, wine can keep. I don't know. But I would, on the whole, try and open new things. A new piece of uh, piece of cheese. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, fun, funny, funny you should say about the, the cheese because um, we had a cheesecake that, uh, <laughs> that my wife made. And um, that got brought out, I think, on two... Maybe, well, th- uh, technically three different occasions because we had, like, we had someone over for lunch one day and then someone over for tea the next day and then you came around in the evening and had uh, each one got served like the, uh, it was only the first one who got served like the first slice of cheesecake and then um, everyone else saw a started cheesecake I think that's okay because it was homemade plus I don't know how formal these dinner parties were but I'm thinking more about like to go back to the flat fizzy drinks I think if you serve flat fizzy water like your mother did to me in 1994 it was a Thursday, but I think if 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 you, I think you've got to like open stuff fairly new where possible. Um, but obviously things like age old, I don't know, a hundred year old whiskey, where someone's like things, some things are fine left open. But I think if it's not going to be as good brand new, then I think you should buy new. Okay, fair enough. I, I would I would agree with that. I would say that if if the state has changed yep. sufficiently from when it was new that it shouldn't really be served or if your guests can uh, can see that you're scooping out like hummus from a pot that's been open for a couple of days <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> not not that we would ever do that god no god no right i think that's tidied that one up quite quickly yeah so no more flat fizzy pop for, for you in my house right uh last one uh phone swiper which you couldn't read do you want me to explain it uh, yes, please. Yeah, sorry for the uh, the misunderstanding. You you wrote that down. I couldn't quite read your handwriting. Um, I think you wanted to read stripper, but it's clearly swiper. So this is a question for people, and it happens at a dinner party where people show their phones with their kid, their dog, their new house, blah 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 blah. And then someone like my dad would take my phone, and he would swipe one way or the other way, maybe to look at more fil- more pictures of of say the house. But then how many swipes is he allowed before it's invasive? Because I know like with phones now, it's not just your camera roll. It's like someone WhatsApps you and da, da, da. it all goes into one album. So you can have holiday, 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 dick pic, holiday. Ho- well, maybe your dick pic's in the holiday, but you know what I mean? You, it's it's harder to... That is why I go on holiday. <laughs> Absolutely. It's why I look at your holiday pics. And it's because um, it's harder. You don't just go, these are the 10 pictures folderized. Um, so basically somebody... And also, you've got those, which is another subject. The the you know you're the the guy that's in your WhatsApp group that sends you nasty crap, which you think you've deleted or you don't know it's stored on your phone. And then someone goes, "Oh my God, you've got this dirty shit on your phone." And blah, blah, blah. so my question is, how many times can someone s- with their phone, with your phone, swipe before you have to like go oh, enough? That's that's a bit much. Well, yeah. Let me let me say, I I totally feel the the dad thing. My dad cannot cannot look at a photo on a phone without holding the phone i just i don't understand it he just you show him something and he'll he won't acknowledge it until the phone is in his hands it's um it's it's just 
totally bizarre. So I would say my my first attempt would be don't give the phone away. Um, secondly, I don't think there's I don't think there's any number of swipes. I think if you're showing somebody a photo, then they have they can see the photo and then they're done. You so they're not allowed to swipe anymore. And do you have to say like it's just this picture, no swiping? Absolutely. If it is just that picture, if if you're showing like you know the next five pictures, you could just say just swipe to the right five, and that's and that's it. Then then don't swipe anymore. Okay. So what happens if you're showing me a picture and it's I've kind of grabbed your phone? I'm you know, but you don't. It's a bit awkward. But you didn't want to say, hey, don't grab my phone, and I've started to swipe two, three, four. I'm get. How many am I swiping before you take the phone back off me? One. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got in your phone? Nothing. But what? <laughs> why would you want to see more of my pictures than I'm asking you to see? I I hear you. I hear you. No, I get. And it is a it's a funny thing. Steph and I talk about if I have a magazine and just show her a picture and she'll grab that magazine. I'm like, oh, you're doing a. We've got a name for it. Whatever. But you're doing. People do that with more than just a phone. Wait, you say you've got a name for it. Is this someone's name? Yes, right. it is. It right. is. So someone did it when we were younger, one of our friends, and then we've just kept it. Um, so I'm not going to say, because only our friends listen to this podcast. Um, but let's call, say that, that person's Bill. So I'm like, oh, you just billed me, uh, and et cetera. But it could be a magazine. It could be um, the phone. It could be, uh, look at this post, whatever. If I'm asking Steph to look at something, but she grabs it, and furthermore, then looks further. So let's say it's the magazine, look at this picture but then she then goes to the other parts of the magazine and then she reads it i'm like oh i was still reading the rest of the magazine i just wanted you to but, have a quick but that is rude though isn't it like if if someone takes the magazine from you and starts flicking through it mm. that's not what you've asked them to do that's not that's not necessarily like the purpose of sharing it so it's, it you'd be like how many pages before you how many pages do they flick through before you take the magazine back absolutely it's, it's like a digit the, the phone on the camera is a digitalized version of that and when that person did this with the with the magazine i was like oh that, that is rude i think i took it back off of them so yeah all right I, I personally for me on the camera i give a i allow them about three swipes and then i start thinking uh-oh because i figure after three or four they well they might get bored themselves or they might then see something that someone has sent me and then i'm like oh i better take it back before their face changes so does that mean that you pre-check the photos before you hand your phone over to somebody i try to yeah okay i suppose that's probably that's probably a, another bit of good practice just to make sure you know what's either side of the photo you're showing mm. uh, the other thing that um i suppose phones have over magazines is that when you hand someone a picture to see what i do is i actually zoom out uh, sorry zoom in a little bit so that if you swipe you're actually just panning the photo that is genius that is very clever. So you've so they've gone to swipe, and all they've gone is from, you know, the left butt cheek to the right butt cheek, butt cheek. Yeah, depending on the kind of photos you're sharing. But yes, well, it depends on where you swipe in. Could go right to left. Gotcha. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that is very clever. And then they'd probably look confused, and that's when you're like, and they're like, oh, what? And then you can, then you sw swoop and grab it back off of them. Exactly, because then you get a cue as to wait a minute, something's you know not going as as i planned yeah i like it okay so that's a good way forward just zoom in a touch i think we've wrapped that one up right perfect so um now let's uh let's move on to the uh 
the next part of the show, which is um, our mailbag, which is actually from from our first ever episode. We got a, a bit of feedback, and uh, we got some a couple of tweets, and some. <laughs> I got a phone call. Um, we got some messages on Facebook. So uh, yeah, that's. Quite, I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, Adam, but um, I'm having trouble processing the fame. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So we we discussed last week that our friend Rob has uh, when he has dinner parties, he has six chairs, so he only invites him and his wife invite four people round. Turns out he was a bit miffed. Sorry, Rob. Apologies. Our uh, data was not correct. He has, in fact, eight chairs and he invites six people round and he has an eight person dinner dinner party. So, little, you know, he just wanted to make sure that the, the, the world knew that he has eight chairs, not six chairs. So, yeah, this is our public apology then for, <laughs> for misleading everyone out there. But, uh, yeah, they actually does have eight chairs in total. So um, I'm glad we've cleared that up yeah. now. Uh, but he's close to your threshold. Your threshold last week, you said if it's any more than 10, you would cater. And my sister spoke to me. She agreed that she zones like you. She's a zoner. But she thinks that is outrageous that 10 is your cutoff. Hers is way, way higher. She could easily cook for 10 people. I'm not saying I couldn't cook for more than that. I mean, well, I, I couldn't because I'm not very good at cooking. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm saying if there's more than that many people in my house at a time around a table that I'm supposed to entertain and, and everything like that, then either either it's a it's a party and it wouldn't be sit down like a dinner party thing. It'd be like a stand up with drinks, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, or, or it'd have to be catered, right? You know, I'd have to just pass the buck to somebody else and just say, look, this is, this is too much for me. Fair enough. Um, the last two ones. Uh, oh, we had actually somebody uh, message us about if we can talk about... The difference, I think, subject between Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. But personally, I don't think we're going to go down that road because I think we try and avoid politics at the dinner party, I would say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just uh, I think it just quite quickly separates the table. Yeah, I agree. I think we're more interested. In, not that it's a bad suggestion, you know. Thank you for just suggesting it. But I think, uh, yeah, more stuff that's... Well, that's a topic starter, but things that are probably a little bit more irreverent or a little bit less you know that as you said it could divide the room into politics could be quite heavy so thank you for that and then the last one actually well barry you didn't you wanted to say you were a zoner um but the people that aren't zoners who mix up all their friends together you, have, have you found a, a word for that yet since last week yeah so last week you asked me uh what would i call someone who, who doesn't zone we had a, a mutual friend who um whenever we were invited around or whenever either of us were invited around um we'd turn up and the house would just be filled with people um and she was the kind of person who would invite everyone she ever knew to every occasion um so i couldn't think of a word at the time but i think now um we might call that something like uh, the perpetual party syndrome mm. P pps PPS, your perpetual or permanent partying. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, anything with the word perpetual, I think, sounds quite sort of professional. Professional perpetual partying. Yeah, that one's that one. Yeah, it sounds. I was just going to be the mixer, but that sounds silly. So I think I, I I like that. Yeah, perpetual professional perpetual. What was it? I've already forgotten. <laughs> or or do you want to just call her the lunatic? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was my pet name for her. Um, but to be fair, I don't think actually this is something that really applies to either of our lifestyles anymore. We don't really have friends who uh, who invite people all, all around all the time. No, but maybe our podcast becomes so big that we do get an invite one day. Just just the one will do. <laughs> yeah, just the one. So last one in. This is actually from your lovely wife, Laura. 
and um, we went to a dinner party and this situation happened and she wanted to know, could it happen to other dinner parties? Do, do you want to say it or shall I? Wait, when you say this, this situation actually happened, you mean it happened to you? And that's that's why she brought it up because she wanted to know when you thought it was appropriate, because yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay. Do you want to explain? So yeah, no, this this didn't happen to her. It was it was about you, that the. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was just it was it was really like when when can you start bringing up um, toilet humor, toilet habits, just generally things that go on in the toilet at a dinner party and that's is that I, I mean i don't actually remember this but she remembers this quite clearly about about you about one of your early interactions with her i think well this is what happens we were at, i think a new year's eve dinner party hosted by our friends lee big up lee big up the the, the where's he live now epping thaden massive and um it was, you know, it was New Year's Eve, so people have had a few drinks. And I think uh, it was way after dinner, way after dessert, and at the party popper bit, uh, which caught me by surprise, I, I farted. It wasn't just talking about farted, farting. I actually did fart, and I think it upset quite a few people. So I guess Laura's question was, when can, what part in the dinner party can you even discuss toilet humour? And I'm saying after the main courses, around the dinner, around the dessert time is when you can start to be a little bit more open with your topics, I think. I wouldn't do it around dessert time. Um, but that does lead us on to should one fart at a dinner party? I'd like to say no, but sometimes I can't help myself. Well, um, I think I think dessert is probably a good, a good landmark in the evening because uh, lots of desserts are very dairy orientated. You've got like ice cream, you've got cream, things like that. Um and lots of people get a bit gassy when they have when they have the lactose, don't they? So um it could be on a lot of people's minds. So I think, you know, if there's ever a time to bring it up, that could be it. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think also at dessert point at the end of the you're potentially at the end of the evening because you may have coffee and tea and then maybe a you know, after dinner entertainment. But actually after dinner entertainment what's going on? what's going on at your dinner parties come down with me that's what i've been watching uh, well you've not inv- been invited i guess we haven't invited you we play some uh scattergrizz is a good one um uh we have sex with what's it when you have sex with each other's partners swinging parties swinging. yeah swinging when we have the swinging parties yeah. on tuesdays Thank, uh, thanks for not inviting me to, to either of those by the way i think i'd probably <laughs> uh, Okay, fair enough. All right, I'll take you off. Uh, we do a rotor like Rob, but I'll take you off those off that list. Um, <laughs> Why is that? Because you've only got a certain number of chairs, condoms, beds, certain amount condoms. Of condoms. So beds, yeah, certain amount right. of beds and condoms, um, <laughs> um, and category boards. Anyway, so I think with the dessert, if you've accidentally farted, then they can go, okay, bye, and that's you know a cue for the end of the night, and it's not too bad. Whereas you do it at the beginning, could upset people, but it's the same. I think you can. Uh, same with either accidentally farting or bringing up toilet humor. Plus, people have had a few more drinks, and I think that's the time for you to gauge your audience when you know you can, you can say that kind of stuff. Um, I was going to say something else, Dan. Is this like because uh, you know, growing up together, um, there's a lot of your humor, a lot of the funny things that have happened to you have been, I would say, in in the category of toilet humor. Um, you know, to the point where I I made a joke about it at your wedding and your wedding speech. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And um, even though you told me not to, sorry about <laughs> that. <laughs> um, and 
yeah is that is that just because it's kind of just a a common thing it's just like a, a sort of a, a good place to fall back on for like something funny to talk about yeah i guess but i think sometimes i probably shoot myself in the foot and have probably said it too early to new people like you know meeting your when she was your wife when she wasn't your wife you know as a you were early on in a relationship and maybe i should figure out my audience a little bit before then but sometimes you know what it's like um go big or go home you know and sometimes i don't think i've offended people but <laughs> you were just like yeah get to know me yeah you know put it out there here's a joke this is what happened to me i've shut myself blah, 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 or whatever it is and then people are like right i you know i've put myself where well, sometimes i have to say at sometimes dinner parties it could be a lot of dick swing a lot of, so what do you do then where are you from and it could take a good stuffy two hours before we get into like some funny conversation with people who are willing to be a talk talk about things silly and maybe this podcast can help people go oh yeah i heard that maybe i'll bring that up but i tend to get quite annoyed at social gatherings when it's the so what do you do where are you from what's your mortgage rate you know stupid shit like that that's you know let's you know make things a little bit more zany and i don't mind being the farty guy early on but having said that though that's interesting to hear you say that you like you don't like the 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 dick swing thing because um you were quite into in last week's episode when we were talking about um mixing crowds at dinner parties and you were quite open to like having having other people around the table that you weren't that familiar with you like making new friends and like that it's it's almost that that you know what do you do who do you know that kind of conversation that is that's mandatory for those sort of situations at least at the beginning uh yeah i guess it's going into another sort of sub 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 subject um i try not to go so what do you do then or who do you know maybe who do you know but i try to go like oh what's your favorite animal you know something something silly or um classic dinner party conversation that i think is probably next week's episode right there what is your favorite animal okay sure all right well i think you've you've tied it all together nicely um are we all good i think we're all good so uh just left left to say uh Follow us on Twitter again. That's uh, at Dinner Party Duo. And feel free to uh, send in your comments, your questions, any subjects you'd like us to discuss in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thanks for listening.